Hi, I'm Chrissy. Hi guys, I'm Marie. Welcome to We Call Bullshit. I am just your accessory. Marie. Yeah? What are we calling bullshit on today? Call bullshit on yourself. And we believe that life is way too short for shallow conversation and mediocre sex. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Her laugh is, is like <laughs> I got best laugh in high school. I got most athletic and best laugh in high school. I got biggest, I got biggest flirt. Oh, surprise, surprise. surprise. Some things never fucking surprise. change, right? I'm like, I'm not flirting, I'm just being me. And my friends were like, okay. So that, really, that's funny. Like, still best laugh, most athletic, biggest flirt. Hi. Hi. <laughs> just I know intro I'm our past selves in this. Yeah, I'm, I am who I am. You are who you are. I'm super flirtatious. All right, Marie. Well, Miss Flirtatious, this is a good one for you then. Oh. What are we calling bullshit on today? We're calling <laughs> bullshit on setting boundaries with your phone. Wah, wah. <laughs> so awkward. It's like no opinion is popular here. It, it, There's no right like answer. the weirdest topic ever because we, uh, being 34, 36-year-old female to all of our listeners out here because over the age of 30, we didn't have to deal with this in our prime kind of area and time frame of, of younger relationships. We didn't have an iPhone. There was no passwords. There was no texting. All of that shit. Beepers were safe. Beepers. Do you remember that? I mean, I remember when my mom would just beep me when she needed me to come home. Yeah. Like, uh, what? such freedom. You know, this is my thing. I feel so much like we were so free before we had phones. Yeah. We However, were. I will say I really genuinely love the GPS feature of my phone because it's way better than printing out the MapQuest and like, map you know, quest. reading and driving, you know, at the same time yeah. trying to like. Do you remember? Yeah. Printing out, print out the MapQuest. Print out the MapQuest and then heaven forbid you were wrong. Like you're screwed. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, so we have been asked this question several times or asked to talk about this, cover this topic of phones and relationships. What are the boundaries? What are the expectations? And as I said, there are no right answers here, but we are going to give our humble, wisdom filled opinions <laughs> on this. It, we are by no means experts, let me just say that, but we are just going to speak. I'm not even sure, Chrissy. I don't even know how I feel about this. That's what's interesting. So I... It depends on the person. It, it, like, it depends on the person I'm... I don't even know. Okay. So, so let's, what let's delve into this. All right. What we're talking about is, like, first, easy. Should, should your partner have full access to your privacy, to your phone, to your privacy, to your, to your journal, to your passcode on your phone to who you text to like this we're gonna start up here and then we're gonna go deeper because right. like ugh, i don't know uh, it's a tough one so i see it both ways i see it three ways of course you do <laughs> this flirt so my first inclination is to say yes if you are in a monogamous committed relationship that your partner should have full access to your phone that's my my initial reaction okay however i personally don't want a reason to have to have your password. Like, I guess what I'm saying is I want to be able to trust you so much wholeheartedly that I'm not even concerned with, with, with what's on your phone because I know that whatever you are or are not doing is, is also keeping in mind, in mind my best interests. Does that make sense? Yeah, but even, yes, of course. But like, even in the beginning of a relationship, right? Well, We've the, talked about the this so much. Tough. Like, beginning of your relationship, right? It's like, um, I was talking about this with two other friends that are dating. Like, privacy on your phone is, it's not just about your phone. It's like everything in your life. It's relationships. 
and friendships and anything, your Instagram account, all of that stuff. So you have your phone. My, like, I have she, to hand... She's having, you're having a hard time handing over the imaginary phone. Like, I know, you're like, like Okay, so uh, here's my phone. And I remember them saying, well, I'm like, how did you get the password to your boyfriend's phone? And she was like, well, I was listening to music and like something needed to change. And so she handed him her phone and he was like, what's your password? And so she just gave it to him. And like, that's it. But like, wouldn't he just hand it back to her and have her put in her own password? Why did he ask? Because he wanted it. Because he wanted the of fucking course. password. Women do that all the time. I mean, yes. And Passcode. I, but here's whatever. the thing. I, I will say this. What it do you want to say? It's hard because <laughs> there's a part of me that's like, like I said, yes, there, no questions asked. It should just be that. But then there are other things, right, where I feel like you handing your partner your phone is almost like them willing to, willingly walking into traffic and then being surprised that they got hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> So that's the other side of it where you may not be doing something wrong or maybe you are, but what if your partner sees something that's completely misconstrued and then it's blown out of proportion and, you know, there's so many different ways to see this, but I think I still will rest my laurels on the fact that if you are in a healthy, committed relationship that you really trust somebody, I don't see why you shouldn't have their passcode. Yeah. I am really kidding about like about my firm and like misbelief or whatever. I truly believe that like if you are in a secure, safe relationship with someone like, yes, you, they should have full, full transparency, yep, full transparency. So it doesn't mean that they should use it though. That's my, that exactly. So Key. there are tons of, and I will talk about like maturity of relationships. Mm-hmm. Like um, most of the time, if you have the inclination that you want to check your partner's phone, it's probably because you're doing something wrong or you know they're doing something wrong. Now, can, before we even talk about what's wrong and what's right in a relationship, is that did you set your rules? Yeah, your what, boundaries. What are your boundaries when it comes to um, talking to other people, talking to the opposite sex, um, what you look at on Instagram, porn, um, uh, like all of that stuff or who you're speaking to. Are you allowed to talk to your ex-boyfriends? Like what are your boundaries and what are your rules for your relationship? Because if you don't set those rules, then who's to say that you've broken anything or done anything without communicating what you're actually establishing in your relationship? Like what, my, my rule of thumb here is if I don't want it done to me, that's a boundary for me. And if you feel like you're hiding something, deleting messages, you know, hiding your stories from certain people. Yeah, we could talk about all this stuff. With that's phones. a problem. So there's so yeah. many things, but I agree. You don't, if there's, I think full transparency in the beginning of a relationship or as soon as you know the, the relationship is going from like the beginning stage to moving the, into a more yeah. serious stage, like this is a thing, this is a real thing now. We are um, leasing this relationship. Yeah, we are leasing this relationship to see how, we, if we want to renew the lease. If we want to buy out the car. <laughs> Depends on how many miles are on it, how good a shape the tires are in. Does it need an oil change? Anyway, <laughs> the point is that you need to set that boundary yeah. in the beginning of that relationship of what is expected. But I have to say that as a t- I tend to be more of an anxious partner. Okay. 
and I've worked on that. I've gotten a lot better. But I think that to me, if some guy were to say to me, like, here's the passcode to my phone, it's something you never have to worry about, that would make me rest easier. Yeah. You know, because I feel like, okay, but here's, this is the other part of it. I could have the passcode to his phone. It doesn't mean that shit's not getting deleted. There's so many ways to hide shit nowadays that I I just feel like if they're going to do something, they're going to do it. And so if trust is not present, the foundation is just crumbling anyway. Right. So the maturity of relationships. So I would argue people in their earlier 20s, and yes, I'm going to like age gap this, sorry. Like (laughs) me in my 20s, right? Because I did, we did grow up then with cell phones and that's when it was like, you could have a code on your phone and things like that. It was, it's texting someone, talking to someone is so easy nowadays Mm -hmm. where it's like, I want, I needed to know. And I, it's the only relationship that I had in my twenties, you know, was with my husband, my ex-husband. And it's like, I trusted him with with every every ounce of me, you know what I mean. I I could I would have never thought for five seconds that he was doing anything that was like inappropriate or anything. I I can't even as a young girl like I can't remember. I would never. I knew my husband's password forever, but I had no reason. I didn't think I wasn't doing anything wrong. He wasn't. I assumed doing anything wrong because I trusted him with everything I had. That I would never you know, check his messages like when he was in the shower. The 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 stories that I hear from friends who are oh, in unstable yes. relationships, like what they found out when uh-huh. their boyfriend went in the shower and they went on his phone and he's texting his girlfriend and oh like the I love like the Instagram shit where you like get people now spread spread ideas of how you hide. I remember I was on the gram once and I literally it was like, hey girl or hey men all you need to do is change your side piece's name to your girlfriend's name. She's never going to check her own messages. Yeah. And I was like, damn, that's where we're at now is I, we're changing I a, people's yes, names so, to your own girlfriend's name. So I, I'm like, oh my God. I have to God. share this experience. I don't even know if I've ever told you. I'm not going to tell you what relationship this was. Ooh. We're going to keep that a secret. He doesn't even have a nickname, so I can't even say the nickname because he doesn't have one. So you can deduce who that is. Yeah, from, okay. I'm from like, so early on in one of my relationships, we'll call this woman Lunch Girl because there's a reason for the Lunch Girl. And <laughs> if he's listening to this, which I know he will at some point, he's going to know exactly what I'm talking about. So <laughs> Lunch Girl had it, obviously had a, a name, a woman name. She's a woman. And I ended up having to get, I got her phone number through like the grapevine. So I knew what her number was. Yeah. I had his phone... I don't even remember why. And my intent was not actually to check. It really wasn't. But I knew there was more to the story, right? Like, it always stems with you have a knowing. Yeah. And so I looked for her name in his text messages, and there was nothing. And I was like, that's so weird that there's nothing. Nothing. So then I typed in her actual number. Oh, Jesus. And her name was under a dude's name. What a jerk. In the phone. So I was like, and I was like, that actually happens. Like, you renamed Lunch Girl another a dude's name. Mm. And I don't can So we if you have to of... change a name in a phone, that's when you know you're doing something you're wrong. You're doing something wrong. <laughs> There's no name change. Like, stop. But that's what I'm saying. If they're going to do something, they're going to do it. 
Yeah. Like I also had another friend who, you know, he had not been faithful. And so the, the girl's solution was, well, you need to share your location with me. Okay. Yeah. That's a whole different, that's a whole other thing. So what he would do then is just leave his phone at his work location and go do what he was going to do and then come back because in her mind, he never left work. So like, again, there are so many, and because I have so many male friends, I know too much of this that now I'm like, oh my God, is anybody, you know, truthful and and faithful and, and have integrity? So that's the other thing. They can leave their phone, right, anywhere and do go do the work to do. And then the phone never left, whatever said location. So in her mind, he never left that location, but. I just like, well, can I, you even? No, I was <laughs> like, why are people so mean? Like, if you have to fuck with someone that hard. Yeah, but it, it really has nothing to do with like, the other if, person. The it other has, person, it's yeah. their shit. Like, they're doing it to fulfill their need of something, whether it's validation or or they need to have a God complex because what they're not getting what they need out of their relationship. And rather than communicating that, they're just finding it elsewhere. That should happen. So I don't really necessarily think it's, you know, the other person's stuff. It's that's their stuff that they're they're doing that they're doing that and that's why i think a lot of people right now probably have the idea right is like no you don't have access to my privacy you don't have access to my phone you don't have my password you don't have my location you either trust me or you don't and like that's why like in the beginning when we talk about this like i'm not sure there's a right answer because I mean, I'm new in the dating world. Like, I don't know what my viewpoint is on this. It's like, should someone have complete access to everything in your life? Like, or what happens with privacy? Like, yeah, like if I, I have a journal, right? I was just that I say work, a journal. We're so so insane, shocker. <laughs> like, if I have a journal, which I don't, I do. You do. Mm-hmm. Like, it, is it locked and keyed? Because I don't. Is it? No. No, but it's also in a place that I only know. Oh, so and it's hidden. It is hidden because there's a lot of... When I journal, for me, that's like my release of writing out my emotions and my feelings. And some things just, they pour out on paper. And those are, that's that's for me. Mm-hmm. And so that doesn't mean that those are feelings and things that I'm acting on. It just means that those are feelings and thoughts and emotions that come out. So that's like how Sex Life, the show, started. Right? Yes. Like the beginning oh my God. She, we never talked about I know. That. We how, have like, to talk about that. That's the whole thing with sex life was based off of this. Is that the journal. He found the journal. Gets access <laughs> to, you know, look at me talking about a series. You guys, like, I've never, I don't, I don't think I've ever fully watched a series. Did you finish season two on that? No. Do okay, you think we're I doing. Finished I don't really finish yet. it either, but we have to finish that one because you have to know how it ends for Billy and Brad. Big Dick Brad. Big Dick Brad. And Cooper. That was Cooper. I'm like, Cooper. Cooper. Of course they named him Cooper. I know. What Cooper. a golden retriever name. <laughs> he was the golden retriever. I know. That was, that was a and then brilliant big, producer. And then big brilliant. Dick Brad. Yeah. The writers are smart there. Anyway. But, um, but that's how, like, Sex Life started was how, like, he found her journal because that was her privacy. And so when someone breaks into someone's privacy, whether it be their phone or their journal or their location or all of that stuff, is that the, like, your privacy is a layer that's under you that I believe that your partner should have access to but not on their not on their account like not on their time frame not on their choice like if you want to share your I if I want to share it with that person to make them feel more connected to me to establish safety or security then you know everyone has trauma and everyone has 
like their kind of their own boundaries and how they feel safe in a relationship and how they feel connected. And if someone has been cheated on multiple times or someone has abandonment issues or, you know, someone's pretty in there in a new relationship, they want to feel secure and they want to feel like they know that in their in your care that they're safe, maybe giving them access to your phone is a thing that's is a thing that's going to benefit, but making sure that you have access to it and I expect you not to use it until or if not until, but if I give you a reason to use it because that's really hard. I would never want to make someone feel unsafe or insecure or they need to check my phone in a relationship. The second that happens is we know that there's something wrong. There's and an underlying There's thing. something underlying. And until you can have a conversation about it, if you can't have a conversation about it, then you should not have access to my private world because right. I should be open enough and I should be honest enough or I should be, you know, create the safe enough environment. But uh, to, in the beginning of a relationship, I still believe that I, I think, I don't really know actually, like, no, you should not have access to my to my privacy. But what about after, like, so that's the beginning of a relationship. Get it, fine. What happens if you're in a, a marriage now and you've been together for five, six, seven years, you share everything together, children, home, bills, you know, do you feel that a significant other has the right to know your passwords, to have access to that? I don't think the right is, maybe it is. Yes, I do, because I made a choice. And like, if I'm an exclusive, and then you, you just make sure you have the right rules right? You have, you have verbal boundaries set, then yes, because they shouldn't ever feel like they need to use that over you or have that power over you. I would much prefer to have a relationship where someone can actively ask me and I'm going to be truthful to them. Like I said, if the second you feel like you need to check because you don't trust them, is that's when your relationship's over anyway. Right. And once that, you lose trust, that's the point, because if you're looking for a reason to check the phone, and I have to be honest, in all the relationships I've been in and nothing good has ever come from checking a phone. Right. I have to that say, was... nothing good has ever come. Oh, you know my whole situation, I, yeah. remember? And then you end up abusing it. So there was this one time I had <laughs> access iPads. to someone's iPad. <laughs> How the iPad and the iPhone sank. That, oh my that God. was actually like that was mind-blowing i didn't even do it on purpose i didn't no. know yeah so if you go on someone's ipad you have access to their phone because of icloud mm -hmm. i thank god i checked though like on it and i didn't I, uh... well it's a double-edged sword because it, no matter how you look at it, it's a double-edged sword you may not be happy you might be happy to know the truth but then the repercussions of it but then you would have left it the way it was like, there's too many different avenues. What I'm going to say is I'm going to agree with you on this. I don't know. I think there should be full transparency and I think that you should know your partner's passcodes, but the minute that you feel like you need to be che checking it for the wrong reasons, you already know your answer. And especially as women, that gut instinct instinct is real. Is real. And so women typically ask a question they already know the answer to. Yeah. They know the answer deep down to the question. That's why they're asking it. So, man, if your woman is coming to you asking you with the same question over and over, she already knows the fucking answer. And she just wants you to be honest. She with wants her. you to be honest. And she's challenging that you're not there being honest. There is nothing yeah. worse than somebody that knows the truth. You both know the truth. And it, no, neither one of you will say it. Yeah. And then you are made to feel like you are crazy. 
that I never said that. That didn't happen. That's not happening. When in reality, you know wholeheartedly that it is. So understand that the power of having the code to somebody's phone or their life or their secrets is, that's a trust thing. And if you abuse that privilege, you run the risk of ruining the truth in that way. But also, if you are checking it, like we said, for the wrong reasons. Yeah, for the wrong reasons or even abusing it. It gets addicting. It gets addicting. It's scary. And honestly, too, like, I think that there's some things, like, I have grown up with men. I have a lot of male friends. I've been privy to a lot of male conversations that are always in the back of my mind when I'm in the dating world because I'm like, oh, man. And... But there also is something sacred about that. I don't necessarily want my significant other reading mine and Marie's mm-hmm. messages because sometimes she's my vent session where I'm just spewing shit because I just need to get it out. Like, I don't necessarily think that my significant other should have access to that. Just like if he's venting to a guy friend yeah. or guys, like, they're different. That That's a sacred thing that I don't necessarily know that I want access to or should have access to. Right. And it, I do believe that if you have nothing to worry about, like, great, I'm I'm not going to abuse it. Um, but if you give me a reason, I'm, I'm going to look. Like, if you give me a reason, I'm going to look. And so I, I do think that now we talked about this for like 20 minutes is like when you tear it all down, like I would prefer to have access to it, I think once you get into a level, I think in the beginning of a relationship, not cool. No, I like, agree. Like, I do believe there has to be, like, a firm, like, we're in this for the long haul. We're, like, leasing to buy. Right, um, right. Yeah, you're living together. You're sharing things. Yeah, I agree. I agree. 100%. And, but I, because, but the second I feel like I want to use that, like, you, we have to communicate, like, we have to communicate about it. I would much rather want to be in a state where I go, hey, I'm feeling like I need to go behind your back and check your phone because I'm not trusting something because you made me feel this way Mm -hmm. blank. Or if you feel like, so I remember it, I would have to like, I started sharing my ex-husband's location because not that I didn't trust him is that I was worried about, you know. Well, that, the safety piece of it, yeah. Like in my most recent relationship, same thing. I, we shared locations more for like convenience and safety reasons and all that because it got to the point where I was like, you know, you're not checking in all the time. And so it's also a thing where it's like, oh, okay, she's just, she's at the gym or, oh, okay, she's. Yeah, I'm not, I don't think I'm okay with that. And I didn't care because I really had nothing to hide. So to me, I'm like, whatever, it's no big deal. Yeah. Because it was more of like a safety thing. If I was just starting to date somebody or whatever, I'd be like, fuck no, I don't want you to know where I am at all times or whatever. Like Marie has it. My mom has it. Yeah. I'm like, I had <laughs> Like my friends have yeah, it, like, but mm-hmm. I don't. You know, I just think that that was more of like a convenient safety thing, not because we didn't trust each other. Yeah, I only had my ex-husband's location because there was something I, I, I there was something wrong. You were concerned. Right. I was concerned. concerned, and so I was like, uh, I need to have that, and he didn't know that I had it. Surprise. Yeah, because if you need to share the location <laughs> because you don't trust the other person, yeah, your relationship is <clears throat> over anyway, and that and that's the hard truth that we're sharing today. We're calling bullshit on that. Right. Is that if you have the desire to continually check your partner's phone, know where they are at all times because you're not taking what they're saying to you at face value because you don't trust them. It's over. It's over. Or there is some serious work that needs to be done on both sides if there's any way out of that. Yeah. So it's like if they do have access to your life, are they respecting it? Did you set those boundaries? Did you have the conversation of what is considered okay and not okay? Are you, 
you have to communicate. Everything is about communication. Mm -hmm. And if you have access to their privacy, is are you abusing it and do you feel like you need to tap into it? And it, right now, if you're sitting here going like, oh, my God, like <laughs> I had check my phone, my my boyfriend's phone every single time he's in the shower. It's a problem. Uh, and come on. And I will say, if you haven't done this, TikTok, there's a guy. I, I don't know his name. I've only seen it a couple times because it's one of those things that's just a time waste. But it, it, he finds couples on the street, like New York City, Philadelphia, whatever. And he'll say, you know, will you... How, how long have you guys been together? And he'll be like, oh, two shit. years. And he'll be like, do you trust each other? They'll be like, yes. They'll be like, oh, we have the do. best relationship ever. And he's like, okay, give her your phone or give him your phone or vice, you know, either way. Oh, fuck. And immediately, like, people are like, some people are like, here. And other people are like, like you could tell they're, they won't. And he's like, open up their Snapchat. Open up this, open up this. And you can watch the actual reactions happen. And it is mind-blowing. So I will have to find the guy's name. This is epic and it's, also terrible. It's <laughs> terrifying and epic, but I am like, wow. But there are few and far between, but there are couples that are like, here, here, yeah. here. And yeah. there's nothing, right? But right, because for the they... majority, there was some shit that just cannot be unseen and or some that just would not share the phone at all. Oh, my God. Can you imagine that convert? Their day is ruined. That's it. I mean... You're, you're really, uh, I would argue, it's ruined. Yeah, he's out there ruining, ruining. I can't say ruin. Ruin. He's ruining. out there ruining. I got this one. Relationships. I got it. By the day. <laughs> I got, ruining is what she's trying to say. I went to speech when I was little. I didn't graduate. <laughs> Sorry. But anyway. Intense. Wow. Um, so I, I'm pretty sure that I'm not, I'm pretty sure that I don't, still don't know the right answer. And I don't, I don't think either. anyone will have the right answer about this. But come up with what your boundaries and your rules are, what your – I'm making fun of you that you can't say ruining and now karma's a bitch. I can't speak. Like, you got to figure it out. And there is no right answer. So establish that communication with your partner and figure out what your boundaries are. It's a thing. And you should be on the same page, in my opinion. I agree. When it comes to this. And Maybe your answer is that you do have passwords and access to each other's lives. And the second you feel like you need to abuse it or use it is is when you know you have a problem. But before you go doing that, like have the conversation first, face to face. The phone is secretive enough. The phone is, it is a black hole oh, yeah. of, of problems but also like it, it doesn't have to be. And so have the conversation, establish your own boundaries, talk about it with your partner and like, good luck with this one. And I hope we didn't ruin anyone's relationship. And, and please um, weigh in. We want to know. We want to know your take on this because this is something that we obviously don't know the right answer to. We just wanted to share our, our perspective. So weigh in. Let us know. And so you can find us on Instagram at we underscore call underscore bull sh. <laughs> or you can email us at marieandchrissy at gmail.com. All right, guys. Thank you. We will talk to you soon. Have a great day. Bye, guys. Bye.